0: Algar Productions. Algar Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 180 Ultimatum and Dark Heart with Amanda Smith.
2: Hi, pals! Uh, Another fun week of Justice League. I'm Al. I'm Maggie.
1: And I'm Amanda, the one you're all here
3: to hear.
2: Apparently mm-hmm. so. Yep. Uh, we uh, come from miles around. We had a we had a false start, and we just hit re-record. And uh, um, Maggie's a little disappointed because apparently that was her best intro yet. That was my best intro yet, and y'all missed it. I I well no, I still have the recording, and I just listened to it. And what you said mm-hmm. is I'm Maggie. Uh huh. You should release this bonus episode. I'm not doing that. People will love it. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you should really you release know, the as a bonus episode. Is the 23 hours of oh, yeah. your office sounds? Yeah, my
2: backup <laughs> recording goes through this um, the mixing board, and it has a SD card, and it record like if I don't hit stop, it will just keep recording the empty booth mm-hmm. until I come back.
3: So it's just you shuffling around for a few minutes, then leaving to come up and watch old movies with me. Yep. And then mm-hmm.
2: coming back downstairs a day later to record, uh-huh. like we recorded the bonus yesterday and now this. So uh, Th- There might yeah. be
3: like in the distance going, oh, Susan.
0: Yeah, possibly. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, here's what you do is 22 hours of the inside of your, uh, of your office. And then at the end it goes, and I'm Maggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your best intro ever. Those potty awards will be uh, breaking down the door to get in. Do they call them potty awards, really? I hope not. I hope
3: not, too. That doesn't sound good. Sounds like
0: a toilet. (laughs) Yeah. And the winner of the potty for
2: 2023. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. is little baby Harvey.
2: (laughs) Did him go poo-poo in a potty? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, once a week for the last 13 years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) 14 years, excuse me. Uh, all right, we should get down to this. Mm-hmm. So why don't I tell you about the episode what is called Ultimatum? Why bother? Why don't you? Well, because it's a discussion show. you have to discuss things. <laughs> I'm tired of this discussion.
3: <laughs> why bother anything?
2: I mean, that is a good point. You've, listened, you've tuned into the Kids Love Nihilism podcast. <laughs> now that 23 hours of silence would really come in yes, handy. You're listening about- to Kids Love Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: We were just talking about um, doing our best and all mm-hmm. realizing that, oh, God, we are. Yeah, this is uh-huh. our best.
2: It's the best you get.
3: Fuck's sake. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm.
2: Our best has been worn down so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but this nub has been honed to a fine point. <laughs> mm. All right. Ultimatum. Here we go. Stand aside, heroes. There's a new slickly marketed focus group tested super team in town. But despite the heavy involvement of the JLI's own Maxwell Lord, I'm not talking about Booster Gold for the second week in a row. <laughs> hard as that may be for you to believe. No, this time I'm referring to the Ultimen. And if you think their team name is lame, just wait till you meet the heroes themselves. There's <laughs> Long Shadow, the Native American kid with the ability to grow large. Juice, one of those black kids with lightning powers you've heard so much about. Mostly from Dwayne McDuffie. And no, I don't mean the actual cool one. We covered his series already. Trust me, Juice is no Virgil Hawkins. There's also Wind Dragon, who can make wind? That isn't a fart joke, incidentally. And rounding out the team are Downpour and Shifter, a couple of near identical siblings with, respectively, the ability to turn into any form of water and the ability to turn into an animal. If these two sound an awful lot like a lot like the Wonder Twins to you? Well, good job, nerd. You managed to miss the other three extremely obvious Super Friends analogs. Mm. Apache Chief, Black Vulcan, Samurai. You'll never be respected on the DC Wiki with that kind of hustle. The men were all grown in one of those secret government labs like that one Supergirl learned about a couple of weeks back. Their apparent purpose is to replace the Justice League, but that doesn't mean they can't score endorsement deals and recording contracts to secure love from their key demographic. This is capitalism, after all. (laughs) Pause for a groan. (laughs) Inevitably, the kids learn what they really are, and to their credit, they don't go into saw-your-own-clone comas. They do try to rebel against their government overlords, which is a particularly apt description since they're the people who outrank Maxwell Lord, overlords, but uh, something-something, cellular degradation or whatever, and these fresh-faced tween idols are all going to be dead soon. Kids, if we have not mentioned this recently, love Justice League. <laughs> Fake Apache Chief does manage to defect to the Justice League, but this clearly has more to do with his extremely obvious crush on Wonder Woman than with any particular desire to do the right thing.
3: Barking up the wrong tree.
2: I mean, they're trying to mash him together or her together with Batman to kiss this season, mm-hmm. but, you know.
0: Uh-huh. Sure. That's that's also <laughs> weird for a variety of reasons.
2: Here's an interesting thing. You didn't actually rewatch this episode with me, but you would now have the context to appreciate an episode from last season, which is effectively the plot of the movie Roman Holiday with uh, Mm. Audrey Hepburn, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but with Wonder Woman and a uh, European princess. Rad. That episode ruled. Yeah. That's one of Maggie's favorites.
0: I like that that movie. That episode was so gay.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It really was. They even called her uh, Prince Audrey. Mm Mm-hmm. In, yep. case, in case you didn't. Like,
3: hey, do you get it? Do you, well, I mean, we is, didn't at the time. We
2: didn't, and yeah. the kids watching the show certainly didn't. Of course, so, they don't. Yeah, all the kids who love Roman Holiday.
3: Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a good they, movie. All the all the ten year old Audrey Hepburn fans out there. I, yep. Those exist. I mean, I know.
2: <laughs> like any any sort of waifish girl who realizes she's got that look, like embraces the hell mm-hmm. out of it. You you must mm-hmm. know this. Um. Also, that uh, the Angel episode where uh, Angel and Spike are trying to chase down Buffy in, I mm-hmm. think it's Rome, like, yeah. Also modeled after that episode.
4: It's <laughs> oh, a good movie. Or
2: after cool. that movie, rather. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about more interesting things because this episode was uh, not, well, Amanda, your bad thing, please. Well,
3: so I, I try to come on the show and, you know, use my critical thinking brain because sometimes that's all that I have because
2: um, we two idiots don't do that very much yeah uh, I yeah, yeah
3: well i, I like it was
2: cool when the thing exploded
3: <laughs> I, I like to ruin things by thinking about them mm-hmm. um Weird. which is something that al has had to come to live with um mm-hmm. over these <laughs> Oh, the thing is i thought AR. I was like
2: that and then I met you
3: yeah uh-huh. <laughs> so i really wanted to bring something like w- with my critical thought but uh, honestly I, I was so I was like okay well why am I not engaged with this? And I'm like, well, is it because they didn't give all of, because they had like 16 of these fucking kids to give characters to. Did they not do that? And I'm like, no, I mean, for a 22 minute episode, they gave them all something that you could hang a character on so i'm like okay it's yeah, you not do that. get a,
0: a real idea of who these
2: characters all are
3: yeah and then i'm like okay well is it just because it's like a one-off and it doesn't have sort of any connective tissue to the show N- no no not that and no I'm like, it well, connects
2: backwards mm-hmm. and forwards yeah and
3: like, yep. well, okay well is it because like there's no you know sort of emotional connection to any of the core characters no they put that in um mm-hmm. i don't know it's just sort of boring like well, it's, it's a lot of action adventure, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're
2: supposed to feel bad for the kids, and you kind of do. I, 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 I do. Think. Yeah, but but yeah, it's mostly this kind of leads to Maggie's bad thing.
0: I mean, like, yeah, the back half of this episode is just that, like, oh no, now the Ultimen know that they're clones and they've gone crazy, and Wind Guy is attacking because, as he says, this is all I know how to do. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: what well, he just knows how to feels... do is.
0: Hmm. <laughs> It's like it just feels like a big fight while we wait to get back to the good stuff, which is Amanda Waller being awful. And
2: this is this is my good thing, but we can we can wait on that.
0: Yeah, no, we'll get we'll get to that in a sec, but like I wanna like I wanna spend more time with these kids, like, you know, realizing that their entire life has been a lie. They've only been alive for like a year. Like, what does that mean? But no, we gotta just
2: Sorry, go ahead. Beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> this is the season where they really start doing some cool serialized stuff. Like mm. JLU really embraces all that. And what maybe what maybe could have worked better is if we'd introduced these kids. Like they show up at the beginning and Aquaman's like, ugh, these guys again. Yeah. And like, first of all, Aquaman's on the team now. Fine. I, guess. I have guess. I have no problem with he that. He seems like a real grump about it, but okay. Yeah, I I like that's fine. He's He's a member of the Justice League in most versions of the Justice League. That's fine. It's I, just... I,
0: I like the idea that he won't join because of the JLU's
2: uh, no shirt, no shoes, no service call. <laughs> oh, I don't know. In those, like, in, in the crowd shots that this show absolutely adores, mm-hmm. there's plenty of people without shoes and or shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's but... no shoes, no shirt, man. <laughs> An obscure DC character from 1963. <laughs> I mean, he's, there he is in Who's Who. Who am I to argue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. um but uh he he goes uh these guys get into imply that they keep popping up and yeah. so maybe it would have worked better if they'd seeded this a little and sh- had them just sort of show up off to th- I don't know maybe it would have been distracting maybe maybe that wouldn't be good
3: I don't know I, like on one of the maybe the cold opens
2: yeah mm. like just
3: like they they come in to do something and these guys have already done it and they're well, the like, Hey, show, you've done a good job, whatever. The shows yeah.
2: called opens are directly related to the plot though. Yeah. Like on, on Brave and the Bold, they're usually just sort of standalone yeah. three minute adventures. But here it's, you know. Like it would be I think it might be distracting if they did it that way. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, whenever we talk about this kind of thing, I always think, Well, how could they make it better? And I I don't know.
0: Yeah.
3: That was that was sort of the problem I was having was like I was just not engaged, but I couldn't tell you a specific reason why I just yeah. wasn't into it. Well,
2: and you know, because we have watched this season of jo- like yeah. JLU together a number of times, quite a few times, yeah. You know, this fits into the bigger yeah. Cadmus thing, like mm-hmm. pretty extent. Like, we first of all, as as Maggie already alluded to, we get introduced to sort of the, the point woman for all this,
3: yes, yeah.
2: But, um,
3: talk about your good thing, uh, not yet, okay. I it's <sighs>
2: Maybe if they'd sort of combined this with the Supergirl discovered her clone episode Mm -hmm. or maybe if you know what I mean? Like like there's other parts of this story that maybe this could have been a B story, too.
3: They could. I think
2: that's the way to do it. They could have
3: done a they could have done a two parter where it actually made sense, Mm -hmm. where it's Supergirl and this. And that's enough Mm -hmm. meat to fill the gym mats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um and it's two sort of similar things. And it's. And Hamilton's
2: su- behind them both, yeah. so you have a connection there. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's how Supergirl deals with the betrayal versus how these kids deal with the betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that might be the way to go.
2: Mm-hmm. Shit! Now I'm rewriting it in my head. I'm like, yeah, and, and Kara's at that rebellious age, so maybe yeah. she even joins with the kids for yeah. a minute. And that would she, be really interesting. She bonds I was with that them too. and loses her friends, and like, yep. and then
3: she's got one of them that she has like a sort of closer connection to, mm-hmm. who wants to, who's like, wow, you're part of the Justice League. That's rad. Mm-hmm.
0: Make that uh, what's his face? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Long Shadows. Say Apache like Chief.
2: Yeah, yeah, In Yeah, in, in yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you. That's the thing he said.
3: I know, but. <laughs> Uh, it uh, doesn't make
0: it
2: uh, still bad.
3: Oh, it, is. it is.
2: I'm just thinking of the Harvey Birdman episode, which yeah, where mm-hmm. he burns his crotch. <laughs> yep. Uh, he can't become right. large anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. Before we get into good things, yeah. I just want to like we you guys did your bad thing, so I'm just gonna say the fake Wonder Twins. Exactly. Like they there's so many little Super Friends nods here, and I get it. I get mm-hmm. they want some throwaway heroes that sort of fit in with the dc guys but don't really feel like they belong and like that was a good choice and it's a nice little bit mm-hmm. of meta i thought but the wonder twins say the things they turn into like they go cheetah fire hydrant and it's, <laughs> it's always the stupidest thing
3: Mouse, I, Cup. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I would love if water guy's thing was just like he just kept saying water yes <laughs> well that's the thing it always is just what it's like tidal wave. Yeah, that's just water man it's just like you're water now and you can do things like you can do
2: water things. I don't Wa- know you're a lot it. of water moving very fast. That's still just water, mm-hmm.
3: though. Uh, those twins were basically um, the first time Maggie and I played d together. It was basically our characters. You the
2: same character types and everything? No, we
3: made them Mm -hmm. deliberately like that. Oh, I see. It was deeply irritating for everyone in the group. (laughs) Oh,
2: you don't say. You guys did something deliberately deeply irritating.
3: Deeply irritating that was just for us. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's
2: so out of character for both (laughs) of you. Yeah,
3: irritating. Weird. Insular. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Actively working to keep the rest of the group out. Mm -hmm. Yes.
2: (laughs) The thing is, between the saying the thing out loud... And the way they looked, they, they really came off as sort of anime characters to me. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a different style of thing than this show usually does. And it, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get to my good thing, which is Amanda Waller, action bureaucrat.
3: Yay! Yeah!
2: So Amanda Waller, she comes from the comics. She's not mm-hmm. an original creation for this show. She is a stocky, short, black lady who can... Rip you apart with paperwork. She could probably also yep. like give you a solid punch in the face too.
3: But she doesn't. Need oh yeah,
2: to. yeah. But she is a high level bureaucrat who is in charge of what we're starting to find out is the Cadmus project. We don't know yeah. a lot about it yet, but the show is giving us pieces. So she far.
3: bullies Batman.
2: Well, that's the oh, thing. Oh yeah. At the end of this episode, he's like the kids with. They're taking. Um, they're taking, what's his name? Uh, Long Shadow. Or, yeah, Long Shadow, thank you. With them. And she's like, no, you're not. They're ours. And Batman's like, fucking try it, lady. And she's like, I fucking will, rich boy. And, and he's like, uh. and Batman, his eyes go wide, which is never an yeah. expression they've had yes. to animate for him in 500 episodes. The, <laughs> it's like, uh. The idea that this is the first time Batman has ever
0: been, like, actually upset by anything.
2: Yes. You know? So, Someone figure well, and. DC Wiki, we give them, sh- rightfully, we give them shit for their nitpicky garbage, yes. mm-hmm. but they pointed out a very, they, they kind of connected the dots here, because uh, in a future episode, we're going to find out that uh, Hugo Strange is working with Cadmus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hugo Strange, in that episode way, way early on in uh, Batman, uh, went into Bruce Wayne's mind when he hypnotized him and found out he was Batman. Remember, yeah. he's got, like, the tape mm-hmm. that he was going to auction off to the villains, so it's possible she knows because... Hugo Strange, and I—I I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like, like makes, maybe not. Maybe she sense. just has resources. It doesn't matter. But mm-hmm.
3: but she figured it out.
2: That was a nice way to say this might be the way she did, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's uh, she's voiced by CCH Pounder, who I think does Amazing. a lot of like uh, those uh, pr- police procedural shows and stuff like that. But but she's got kind she, of. A, uh, a I low of voice. God, she she uh, I used to watch her on the Shield, and good God, she was good. I'm sorry. She I used to watch her on the Shield, and good God, she was good. Yeah, She's yeah, got
3: yeah. gravitas. Yeah, she mm-hmm. really does. She could be a starship perfect captain. perfect casting. She
2: could absolutely be a starship yeah. captain. She's got that, that presence, and and it comes across in animation, too. And I love her animation model. They didn't try to make her sexy. She's short and fat, and yeah, it's great. I love mm-hmm. that. Like, the fucking action figure of her is shaped basically the same as my strong, mad action figure. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's just extremely stocky, and I love it.
3: They, what was it they tried to make her fucking sexy in? Oh, it's the, su- the Suicide Squad movie. The which one? They tried Suicide to make her fucking movie.
0: sexy in everything. Like I she was in Green Lantern
2: and she was like skinny. She was in uh
3: well, Pam like, Greer
2: played her in something and Pam Greer is a yeah. statuesque fucking goddess, but mm-hmm. she's not Amanda Waller. No. No, I When want they did her the new be... 52, they recasted her or like Oh, they, they drew her that way. Oh yeah, model. they drew
3: her in like the uh, typical uh, sort of Bruce Timmy yeah. hourglassy way, which is
0: yeah, like,
3: 100% lame. Like I love that she's just like She's a force of nature and she's mm-hmm. like she's huge and mm-hmm. she's yeah. just like she 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 fills a room with her presence and her like her stature. Like she's yeah. mm-hmm. she's big and yeah. like making her skinny and like a sexy character fucking sucks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the thing the is. On your the tongue. way she is here is pretty sexy. Yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. into that, which I am.
3: Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like.
2: Gee, a uh, 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 short, fat, loud, uh, pushy character named Amanda.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Why do I like this character so much? I don't know.
2: It's <laughs> odd. I've watched this episode three hundred times in a row. Um, but yeah. uh... oh, this is like this isn't even her final form. <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is her first appearance, but she will be a formidable force through the rest of the series. So
3: yeah. I just recently convinced you to read a book because oh, I'm God. the main character.
2: Yeah, you sure did. The Echo Wife, which is just you. It's really good. Mm -hmm, It is, but it's just you for 300 pages. Yeah. But anyway, Amanda Waller's great. And some of this is unfair. And we we do this sometimes when we've seen the series. Some of it's unfair because it's based on what I know will happen. But she's got some good moments in this. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the only thing involving all that I don't love is Max Lord at one point says, uh, my superiors are so far above that I've never even... You know, like, they're small fish or something like that. Yeah. Like, no, mm. they're not. You report directly to Waller and... She's a big fish. We'll find out later. Mm-hmm. She reports directly to the top. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's all it is. So there's two steps,
0: but anyway. <laughs> it's uh, Max w- Lord just trying to duck uh, being blamed for this.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, wow. I, I mean, love...
3: he's a capitalist piece of shit, so... That's mm-hmm.
2: the thing, and I'm, I briefly mentioned this in my summary. He's from Justice League International. I don't know if they created him for that or if he's from before... Maggie, I honestly do not remember, but the thing in JLI is he like the Justice League that we all know with Superman, Batman and so forth, like didn't uh, it blew up or whatever. And he's like, well, I can put to- I can use the branding and put together my own group. And that's mm-hmm. why it was all the lame second tier, mm-hmm. like Guy Gardner and Blue Beetle and uh, Booster Gold and all that, because he's like, well, I can't pay Superman, but I can definitely pay Booster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm. Mm
3: hmm. You sure can. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Maxwell Lord first appearance Justice League uh, number one. So yeah, from like eighty six, eighty seven.
3: From
0: uh, the a- eighty
2: seven, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, he was created for that, and yep, he he was the villain in the Wonder Woman sequel, which he was not great at, but Pedro Pascal did his best with a bad script. Mm-hmm.
3: Pedro Pascal is a good choice to be yeah. Maxwell Lord too. Yeah.
2: he's just a he's just, like he's not a capitalist piece of shit the way. Lex is. It's not about ego. Mm-hmm. It's about smarm. Mm-hmm.
4: It's a mm-hmm. whole
2: different kind of capitalist piece of shit, and, and it's great to see this character show up and be this guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy about
3: that. Well, I mean, we were talking about this uh, before the show, but, like, as far as capitalist pieces of shit go, like, the, the problem with modern movies is that they're being made by capitalist pieces of shit, so that you can't really, mm-hmm. like, the evil can't be capitalism.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of times you have a character railing against society things in society that very, make a lot of sense yeah and Yeah. so then they have to make them evil again yeah then they, they
3: like well. kill a kid or something mm-hmm. like yeah you, you have it's to like kill I... a few kids to, to stop <laughs> capitalism so it's we like better I not agree stop your...
0: capitalism mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with your ending capitalism problem but I'm not a big fan of your ki- uh, killing children policy which well, is apparently very important
2: this particular <laughs> episode shows that capitalism will do that too so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: just, yep just let them melt it's fine Uh Uh-huh, whatever, not our problem. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that someone goes into the uh, Justice League satellite bathroom and then there's just a smear of long shadow um, Mm -hmm. in one of the stalls.
2: I vaguely recall, as some of this Cadmus stuff comes to a head, that they still have him sitting at the conference table, but I don't think he lives very long.
3: I don't think so, you know, either. I think this is, like...
2: I think they have their science guys working yeah. on something, but I don't know that they're able
3: to. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think we do come... I remember coming back to this, and he dies pretty soon.
2: I think so. Mm-hmm. But I might be remembering wrong. Please don't write yeah. in and tell us. We will remember.
3: Well, I mean, mm-hmm. we'll watch it.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, I, yeah, yeah, I think
3: he i think he dies pretty soon, and I think it's pretty sad. Like, they, they yeah. try, but, they, yeah. you know... Mm-hmm. They've got, like, two weeks to solve, right? like, clone mm-hmm. um, degradation, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. No one can solve clone degradation. That's just a rule of comic books.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of is.
0: That's good, because mm-hmm. clones suck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, America was clone crazy when this episode came out.
3: <laughs> oh, God, was it?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? Uh, what was my good thing? Uh, oh, yeah, I like uh, the Black Lightning guy's voice effect. So here's an interesting Put kind of a uh, uh, what's what's the sound
2: wave? Is that the guy? Yeah. With the with the distorted. Yeah. yeah. The vocoder um, voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't th- I didn't expect you to pull vocal vocoder. Very good. It's the only thing I know
0: the word vocoder from. It's like, uh-huh. oh, that cool sounding transformer. Yeah. About whom I know nothing. That, you
2: don't need to. <laughs> the voice is the mm-hmm. only thing. That, why that's why don't
3: true. you get deep into Transformer lore, Maggie? It,
2: it's, it, there isn't any there. He's got the tapes in him. You know that, too. That's it. Um,
3: I know him from your little guys. Does his guys. tape turn into a cat?
2: One of them does. Yeah.
3: And the other yeah. one turns into like an eagle or a hawk or something, like mm-hmm. a flying guy. Yeah,
2: there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. But anyway, it is a cool effect. And it is a cool effect. Once again, the DC Wiki came through, although I could have found this in IMDb or wherever. Uh, mm-hmm. it is- I mean,
3: you could have found it in IMDb if you, like,
2: Yeah, <laughs> clicked you, 30 things. Yeah, if you put
3: it on yeah. a big, big monitor so you could click through all of the, yeah. like, the. Bullshit. Where the
2: close ad button is, like, the size of uh, of, a, of
0: an atom. Yeah. That close ad button is just another ad for close ad. <laughs> you know,
3: mm-hmm. the close ad button is the size of Maggie and Mal's apartment. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Only Ray Palmer can, uh, yeah. can, can push yep. <laughs> it. Um, but that effect being applied to CCH Pounder's voice, actually.
0: Yeah, I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't
2: I, I didn't, didn't spot either. it either. But uh, she's, she's doing sort of this, you know, kind of an electric-y kind of sounding thing. And then, you know uh, what I
3: learned? Hmm? Just now. Yeah,
2: you were today years old. Yeah, I was today years yep.
3: old when I learned that. That's rad.
2: Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, because they've taken the position that if you're going to make a character a uh, member of a certain mm-hmm. group, you should have someone from, like, the character's black. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cast a white person as that. They try not to do that. So, well, maybe mm-hmm. Phil Lamar wasn't around, so. I mean, they do it in the very next episode, but. <laughs> do they? I think so. Okay, well.
3: <clears throat> but overall, like, that's. Yeah,
2: what, they, 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 yeah. Have, they have done a good job with that largely. Like, and, I, look, we're three white people saying that. Maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't remember any other show even trying to to yeah. do that and to cast people until that are like, appropriate. Until
0: like more more, yeah, more recent recently. Yeah. yeah. But I
2: mean Bojack one of my it's favorite like, oh, God, shows people of the started last... shaming us. Some. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Bojack one of my favorite shows of the last five ten years like mm. realized yeah. most of the way through oh one of the main characters is Vietnamese and voiced by extremely white Alison Brie. Maybe yeah. we should ad- mm-hmm. maybe we should address this. Uh.
3: Yeah. Alison Brie is like me white. Yeah. Like,
2: uh-huh. yeah. Uh, What was your good thing Amanda?
3: Um, I liked the, um, the, the Ultiman being too corny for Superman. Like, <gasps> like he's so, <laughs> he's like, uh. Yeah. They put
2: their hands on the hips and talk about justice. Yeah. It's like,
3: oh, enough, enough, enough.
2: That's not what
0: I sound like. Is this, is <laughs>
3: <That's laughs> that like- bit
0: where he's watching them on TV and he just sort of spins around. And he's
2: like, I hate them so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the fun thing is, Maggie, we've pointed this out before. Uh, Dwayne McDuffie was involved with this script. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Dwayne McDuffie typically writes Superman as kind of a jerk.
3: Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, I <laughs> wish Dwayne is... McDuffie wasn't dead. Yeah, he's me too. like yeah. one of the best ones. His
2: influence yep. on on these series is, is like it makes them infinitely. Better.
3: Anytime we're like, man, I really love that episode. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Dwayne McDuffie, of course, yep. naturally.
2: But one very specific yeah. thing: his take on Superman tends to be he's not wholesome and likable. He's kind of a jerk. It's also mm-hmm.
3: probably why. <laughs> The electric guys in it because oh, Dwayne yeah. McDuffie's. I don't know if you've talked about this on the show before, but Dwayne McDuffie's great great bit about. Uh, oh
2: yeah, I I mentioned that very briefly in my yeah. summary, but um, yeah, he wrote. I think it was an actual internal memo, mm-hmm. Maggie. You've seen this, yes. so you might remember it. I him. know we've talked funny. about. I know yeah.
0: we talked about this back on the Static episodes, yeah, at
2: some point. He's like, uh, you know, I've got ideas for for great black characters. Uh, a bunch of them are electric guys, and a bunch of them are punks on skateboards, because because mm-hmm. that's literally all there are. <laughs> so funny and it was one of those so funny it was one of those like uh modest proposal type things where if you didn't know it was sarcastic it reads as serious but it's completely not and it's very good what a loss yeah all right we should probably wrap this up any any other thoughts on this you got a quote for this one i do not Mm. what do you think of that then I will shut my mouth.
3: <laughs>
2: Picking quotes is uh, a lot of effort, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm Sounds trying my hard. best, but also, you know. Mm-hmm. Just
3: use the lava guy's throwing up noise. No, I'm not doing that.
2: <laughs> I'll just, here, I'm going to insert uh, 23 hours of silence from my yeah. booth
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> And I'm Maggie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You sure are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at
3: one point, the... Um, the the Wonder Twin ones are uh, the the water one turns into water in a pool, mm-hmm. and the uh-huh. shape sister one turns into a dinosaur. And all I could think of, oh, this is a good place for a dinosaur or a casino to happen. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Don't blow this for me, Chimendez. Yeah, and then
3: <laughs> after <laughs> the the water one tries to use water against Aquaman. <laughs>
2: Oh, yep. the gra- they so they do the great like this is kind of a cliche, but they do it perfectly where he's standing perfectly still and just sort of smacks him
3: mm-hmm. like,
2: yep, I'm Aquaman, you idiot. And then yeah, like, what are you doing?
3: Then mm-hmm. that little twink tries to punch Aquaman mm-hmm. and he weighs yep. like four grapes mm-hmm. that are not even wet <laughs> despite the fact that he is a water guy.
2: That's some good yep. Alex Horn uh, scale. Of, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I really that I really enjoyed. No, that was that was fun. Um and I know we talked about this a little bit, but um Hamilton being behind these. Oh yeah, guys,
2: Professor Emile Hamilton, yeah, not, not yeah. the musical Hamilton.
3: Oh, that traitorous <laughs> Hamilton. And I love that I love that at the base of this, all of it makes sense. Well like, they haven't
2: mm-hmm. they haven't gotten into the like the, the, the weeds of it yet, yeah. so hold off on that part. But the rest of it. But it's all there. But
3: the reason that Cadmus happens is because Hamilton, one of the reasons is because Hamilton's scared of Superman because of Mm -hmm. the Justice Lords thing.
2: And Mm
3: -mm. isn't it that? Because
2: Superman was uh, uh, brainwashed by uh, Darkseid to invade, like the Superman finale. Yeah.
3: Right, 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 right. right. So Hamilton's still fucked up about that. Which That's makes sense.
2: Such good continuity. It, I know,
3: and it makes so much sense. Like yeah. these guys are crazy powerful, and mm-hmm. it's
2: not a it's it's not a throwaway. Like Superman's uh, series finale should be big enough to mm-hmm. reverberate through mm-hmm. anything that happens after. And I'm glad they remembered. Oh yeah, Superman went bad and conquered the planet for a minute there.
3: That sucked. Yeah, and well, it makes and I, sense that people are mm-hmm. not just like they cool didn't get over
0: it. it Yeah. 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 Well, I love that. Like, though, like, if you watch all Superman, which we did, like, you get to see like those. Like, Hamilton loved Superman. It was so Like, this much. is my best
2: friend, Superman. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. take him out and show him cool shit. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, he let me dig through his alien spaceship, which, mm-hmm. as a scientist, is a once in a lifetime opportunity. But
3: also, he's yeah. a really nice guy. I he just also, love him. Hamilton made him all the suits so he could yeah. fight the bad mm-hmm. guys. Like, they mm-hmm. were they were very much. And buds. he's the
2: one who's like, oh, this green rock is trying to kill you, Superman. Maybe you should avoid these green rocks. Yeah. Yeah, stuff. like And
0: that. then like, oh, and then you betrayed me, and everyone else seems fine with that, but I'm not. Yep.
3: Because I, I kind of feel Hamilton there, but it's the same way where I'm like, am I on Lex's side? Because well, I kind I'm, of like
2: we're, we're like, there's still a lot of this Cadmus stuff that we don't mm-hmm. know. Like Hamilton hasn't said any of this yet. It's a bit mm-hmm. of a spoiler, but yeah. I don't think anyone listening really uh, is like following along I mean, for the first time. You, if you, you are, got, you guys it's have a bit of a spoiler,
0: show, but it, right. Like all, like all the clues are there. Like if they never they said are. it,
2: it's you Mr. can still Police figure it out. Yeah, but yeah. there, there is there is a whole last scene where Superman's like, Emil, you, and it's it's very good. Like, but it yeah. hasn't happened yet. But
3: so. going back to like the Superman show, uh, Lex spends some time talking about the reason that he wants to kill Superman is because like he's like this powerful god walks among us and he can do whatever he wants and I don't like that and Mm -hmm. it's weird to be siding with Lex but I'm kind of Mm -hmm. like
2: do you think that's Lex's actual position or do you think that's the sympathetic thing he says uh, and it's really about him
3: I think it's in there I think he yeah but it's about him but it's because Lex has worked really hard to be sort of the pinnacle of human achievement and the fact that there are like you know there's this guy out there who Just starts out further ahead. And Lex Mm -hmm. doesn't, Lex, like all white guys, doesn't like it (laughs) if there's someone Mm. further ahead. Excuse me.
2: (laughs) Look, I was born into money, but I don't like that you had an advantage.
3: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I I sort of felt it a little bit where I was like, yeah, I kind of don't love it either, Lex. Oh Mm -hmm. no. Am I the baddie? Whoops.
2: (laughs) Or it could be that this show is good enough that they can write nuanced characters who, even Mm -hmm. though they're evil, they maybe have a point or two every Mm -hmm. now and then, which. Is the best segue I've ever made because now we're going to talk about Warren Ellis Uh. Oh boy, evil, but maybe made a good point or two every now Mm -hmm. and then. (laughs) Hi, it's Al. Uh, Al of a couple of days after we recorded this, the one who's editing the show. Uh, What follows is a frank discussion of Warren Ellis and the unpleasant things that have been revealed about his behavior. If you're not comfortable with talk of sexual misconduct, predatory behavior and grooming, I don't blame you. This is not exactly the usual tone of our show. But we thought it needed to be addressed. From beginning to end, this discussion goes for about 18 minutes.
3: Okay. So, Al, you're gonna put like a yeah, content yep, warning yep, on the yep. front, right? Okay. Like,
2: yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about a sexual predator here now. And if that kind of thing puts you off the next five or ten minutes, Amanda's got some prepared stuff and then we're gonna discuss it. So skip ahead. Like it's it's unpleasant for some people I know. It's unpleasant generally, but it it might be genuinely triggering for some people. Yeah. So just, also, yeah. Just skip I don't want, want
3: I don't want you like just you know listening to your yeah. comfort podcast on the way to work and then having to hear about this. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like we we talk about goofy shit ninety eight percent of the yeah. time, but this is something we need to talk about because this guy wrote this episode.
3: Yeah. <sighs> and it's very much in the episode. Yeah. So and
2: we've decided, like I said, Amanda's yeah. going to give some prepared stuff. We'll talk about it, but then we're not. It's not going to weigh down the rest of the episode. So yeah. Okay.
3: Um, so for those of you who don't know, and I don't know, like, I, I think a lot of people are kind of familiar with this, but I don't want to assume that everyone knows everything about what all goes on in comics. Um, uh, there is a website, uh, and it's so many of us.com that's so many of us.com. And that has... All of the stories of the people, not all of the stories, but a bunch of stories of people who are involved in this. And it has a really good rundown um, of, of the community that's been affected. Uh, and if you sort of want to get into the nitty gritty, uh, go there. It's extremely, it's well written. It's well thought out. It's done by people who really care about, you know, uh, this shitty thing that has happened. Uh, the shitty thing that has happened is Warren Ellis. He's the shitty thing.
2: I do appreciate from completely yeah. the outside, both as someone who didn't know much about this, mm-hmm. and also as someone who's largely unaffected by this yeah. kind of thing, privilege. It's nice that someone put the information yeah. like this is indisputable. This isn't rumors on some comics news website. Yeah. This these it's, are not facts. A thread
3: on Twitter of people, right?
2: Exactly. I, yeah. I I like that someone has consolidated that and put it in a place that you can just look at it and it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and it's 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 easy to understand. Yeah. It's well thought out I'm it's, glad they it's, did that. it's really like the amount of labor that went into this website and all of this it kind of makes me sad too because people Ooh, yeah. have been through the ringer dealing with Warren Ellis and now they also have the responsibility of trying to you know explain and put it up there
2: 100% but also
3: it's so good that they did it's though.
2: better than all the mis- d- d- deliberate misdirection that yeah. people engage in in this kind of thing like it's good mm-hmm. to have yeah. here is the real story
3: uh, so, uh, basic rundown, just so you guys know what's going on, if you don't go to read the... Re- like, if, if you're interested, go read the website. It's it's really good.
2: Let's back up one, is, one step okay. real quick, and just for context for people who don't know who Warren Ellis is. He oh, was yeah. one, oh, yeah. of the, one of the biggest stars of comics in the early 2000s. Yep. Like, there was a crop he, of guys who came up that were huge, and he was yep. one of them.
0: Yeah, he was basically one of the guys who made what odd comics
2: like work. Yeah, his like he wrote this specific episode, but a lot of his influence is all over a lot of this stuff, like yeah. particularly his his stuff on the authority yep. very much informs this season of of mm-hmm. Justice League. Like the, the the way they look at superheroes and all that. And he was I would say top five of the newish creators mm-hmm. in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, like, yeah. He went on to write TV series. He wrote movies. The movie Books. Red yeah. occurs to me. Yeah. That was probably his biggest mm-hmm. movie hit, I but think I might so. be wrong about that. Yeah. But he, yeah. he created a lot of original characters that have gone on to greater success. Like, he's a pretty big deal. So just so... You non-comics people know yeah. he's
3: yeah. not—he's not some writer who wrote three comics and who cares? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he actually genuinely had and has. Uh, he wrote—he uh, wrote for Castlevania. He helped write and create Castlevania, mm-hmm. the yep. television program. Um, he, he had and has quite a bit of power in the industry. Yes. So mm-hmm. when we talk about abuse of power. Yes. He, it's not uh he went mad without power. It's no power. Yeah, fun. you ever try that? Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh he, yeah. he went mad with the actual power over people's lives. Right. So um, sorry to keep interrupting. No, no, no it's okay. Well, have you, do you want to do you want to explain um yeah. do you want to explain <laughs> the situation to me? Do you want to um, do that on microphone?
2: No, I You're want the listeners <laughs> to have the full context of who this piece of shit is. Um yeah. you
3: also you guys have probably heard of Transmet, Transmetropolitan the comic. That's yeah. probably his sort of most
2: that was what sixty issues. Like it was, yeah. it was one of those. Yeah, uh, yep. Just yeah. like he wrote a whole saga.
3: Yeah. Um. So.
2: Planetary too.
3: Planetary, yeah. Oh,
2: planetary, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Yep. Um. So basically, what he was doing was using his celebrity and power in the comics in- industry to manipulate fans and young creators into sending like nudes, porno like sexually transmitted images, uh it and to actually instigate sexual encounters with these fans and young creators. Most of them are pretty young. It was nineteen to twenty six, was sort of the, the average. And he's not range. a young dude. No, he's like what? Like
2: Well, I don't know. At the time they, when this stuff was happening, I would guess forty or fifty. Yeah,
3: like he older. I mean, twice their age. Yeah, twice their age. Yeah. Uh could be their dad. Yeah. Um nearly a hundred women and non-binary people have come forward showing this same pattern over and over again. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that doing it to one person is good, but this is like... this, This is like... A movie theater full of people this has happened to right like this is like
2: so many it's the difference between killing in a in a moment of passion and being a serial killer
3: exactly like he he, well a mass murderer yeah (laughs) so Mm. he um he so this is happening to and these are the people who have come forward this is not everyone it's happened to these are the people who are like you know,
2: comfortable enough to say, co- something,
3: willing yeah. to, willing to say something about it. Like mm-hmm. this is like, it's a lot. Um, the, the, his pattern is this, He engages with these fans, with these young creators. Uh, He pretends that he's either mentoring them and will help them with their career or like being a friend. Um, He always looked for people who were young and vulnerable. Um, He started this sort of intense relationship, usually online, but not always, uh, where he just sort of it's almost like love bombing, where he would just be constantly constantly in in touch with them he because of his sort of celebrity status he's like oh no we need this to be a secret because we're like we have a you and i have a special relationship but Mm -hmm. like we can't like be public about it um once he lost interest or this wasn't sort of fulfilling whatever he wanted out of it uh he basically cut ties and just leave these people adrift Mm -hmm. uh which sucked um, there is, I want to be very clear, there wasn't any allegation of um, actual rape. It's more sort of a grooming, shitty person situation who's abusing his power uh, in, in sort of the industry. But that being said, uh, there is a, a bit of talk about how he kind of not exactly blacklisted, but definitely excluded people from the room because he ran the room and, mm-hmm. um, once this all sort of came out, uh, he posted a statement in June of 2022 saying, yeah, I can change buddy. I don't want to be like this anymore. <sighs> whatever. Uh, yeah. 2020. Sorry. Um, and that was on Twitter. It's no longer available to see on Twitter. Like it's, it's online. You can find it, but it's not on Twitter anymore. It's, I checked, it's not on his website, um, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like he's basically, it's not around anymore. Um, He's not on Twitter anymore so like that's why it's not on Twitter anymore he didn't specifically go and delete that he might have but it's not it's not like on his website um, the so many of us folks reached out to him to work with a facilitator who like handles uh, this sort of uh, situation where they wanted to do some sort of uh, restorative justice and like hey listen, we want, We're not trying to just say, like, you should go away forever. What we're trying to say is you need to change your actions and be, you know, be better. Mm -hmm. Um, In, like, directly after he posted this apology, um, like, (laughs) weeks later, he was already sending sexual messages to, Mm -hmm. like, uh, people again. It wasn't like he was like whoopsie doodle and then stopped. He's just continuing to do it. Um, in July of 2021, about a year after, uh, he said he'd be willing to work with this facilitator. Um, and he asked the community, the So Many of Us community, to post a thing saying he was going to be doing that. Sort of like proving to the world that he was going to try and like be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he basically stonewalled and was shitty to the facilitator for the next year where he was really sort of like aggressive and unpleasant and clearly didn't want to make any changes. And eventually the facilitator came back to the so many of us guys and said, hey, listen, this is like not working. I'm going to have a conversation with Warren Ellis and just sort of close this down uh, because it's not not a good use of anyone's time. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So Warren Ellis was given an opportunity to improve himself, and not be a piece of shit. And he was given this in sort of the most generous, (sighs) the the most generous sort of thoughtful way possible. Yeah, you you see a lot of these famous people who
2: do things like, I don't know, Louis C.K., for instance. who Fuck him. Fuck him, 100%. What I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. as far as I understand, it was up to him to stop doing that. Yeah, He didn't just have someone saying, let me take you through the steps of yeah. exactly what will be acceptable, which, like you say, is an extra advantage that, that Warren Ellis had.
3: Yeah, Warren Ellis was given every opportunity. If he wanted to be a different way,
2: yeah.
4: he
3: could have done so with expert help that he did not have to find. It was right. given mm-hmm. to him. The The generosity of the people who were affected by this is so much more than I would have in this situation. Seriously. You don't say. Yeah, weirdly um, that uh, I was just I was floored by it. And the fact mm. that he didn't engage with it just means that he doesn't want to. Right. He just wants yeah. to keep doing what he's doing. It Sounds
2: like he wanted that statement from them saying yes. people hearing about this controversy can see on this website that I'm working on it. But yeah. he didn't actually yeah. do
3: anything. He did literally nothing. Yeah. Um, he went away from sort of public life for about like, the three to six months, like that, these people yeah, do, and then yeah. just came back and kept doing what he was doing. Yeah. And yeah,
0: he's still like putting out like his regular website or something.
4: I think yeah,
3: he still put it. He his. Um, his regular uh he did newsletter, an email newsletter yeah, yeah is is yeah. I, I don't know if it's on right now but it's been on since all of this happened mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. still i mean Maggie, you know about this more than me but he's still putting out comics um
0: uh, as far as i know he is not
2: i have I, not seen, uh, I haven't seen like either. i'm not
3: i, I looked I'm it not, up and there's some stuff in 2023 that's come out
2: is, oh, it, is it? Right. Though, yeah, is it mainstream publishers though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, that's not
3: great. Like I, I, and I might be wrong. I didn't dig too deeply into this, but like <clears throat> I think Batman's Graveyard came out this year. Oh yeah, that
0: that one that was that
2: one was finished before,
3: like before right around, thing around thing when this happened. Yeah,
2: yeah So <laughs> one of the things about his work is that it's famously delayed all the time. Yes. So you know, uh-huh.
3: and no, as also... far as I know. There's there's also some like um some DC like uh, collections of like short works that he was in. Oh, like, I'm
0: sure that's yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't think he's done anything sort of like a major, a major thing. But his stuff's still coming out.
4: Mm, yeah. he's
3: not. I think on Castle. I think they um they got him off of Castlevania because they're like uh we don't think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But after they finished that
0: series, like yeah. they did like four like four seasons with him, and then they re like relaunched it basically. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah, so, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, the usual path of these people who are, like, they just go away and then they just come back. They just come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Um. So, I don't know that he's done any major stuff, but I looked and there was a big old list of shit that's come out in 2023,
2: so. <sighs> Great. He, like, we, we certainly didn't know him. Yes. But he regularly posted on the message board where mm-hmm. I met these two. Yep. And... He interacted with all of us. Like, I don't know if he ever spoke to, to you guys directly, but he spoke to me directly a number of times.
3: So here's the thing. Yeah. I want to be very clear. Yeah. This situation did not happen to me. Yeah. But um, I did talk to Warren Ellis, like, both publicly and privately, uh, like, a number of times. And I, at that point, I was like a 23-year-old goth chick. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's... His type. It, yeah, exactly. Um, so... It, <laughs> Like it very easily could have I like you know like well
2: and that's what I was gonna yeah. say is like the signs look at, like in retrospect yes. the signs mm-hmm. were kind of there because he was sending private messages to people who look a lot like you yeah but mm-hmm. not not to not to us yeah um, pretty exclusively and I know some other women on that very message board and I'm sure others as well who who got the same attention he was super into, like he talked about his love of suicide girls Mm -hmm. all the time. And so all that. And, and this will come up in this episode. He loves writing a very specific kind of grouchy old protagonist Mm -hmm. with a, with an excitable young uh, assistant Mm -hmm. who he kind of Mm -hmm. abuses, but also flirts with. That's, that's a thing he does all the time. And it's, it's, it's cute. It's a good thing in it's, a story, and now it's kind of ruined.
3: Like, that's yeah. the whole story of Transmetropolitan. Yeah, is, is, he's got mm-hmm. his filthy
2: assistants. Yeah, which, yep.
3: again, at the time, we all thought, oh, ha, 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 Warren Ellis wouldn't actually do he's anything hanging bad. hanging a
2: lantern on the dirty old man thing, but he's not actually yeah. a dirty old yeah, man. Now it turns out he is.
3: Yeah, no, he's not actually doing yeah. anything bad. He's actually, he's, yeah. I, I always, like... When I was younger, you guys may find this hard to believe, but I did a lot of benefit of the doubt stuff mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where I would- Oh, be you like,
2: don't get this bitter without being burned. Yeah. yeah. But, no.
3: But every single time I did it where I'm like, no, 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 no. It's satire. No, 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 no. He's not actually like that. He's showing us how it would be. And yeah. every single fucking time they turned out to be like yeah. a, a groomer or a rapist or like- a, like a horrible misogynist or whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the, that's this.
2: Yep. It is. All right. Do we have any further things? Maggie, you haven't had much to say. I want to make sure you have an opportunity.
0: I'm mostly just, like, you know, this was a a guy who, like, stuff, like, his work meant a lot to me. Like, I used to own so much of his stuff and just, like... It all
3: went into the trash can.
0: Exactly. Just the betrayal, just, like,
2: ugh. We all draw the line differently in terms of Death of the Artist. Mm -hmm. Like, I will still read his stuff. I still love this episode. But Mm -hmm. it's impossible not to think of him and what he is. And it sucks. That's the thing, you know? Like, there is a
0: lot of his stuff that I door that I, you know, like fucking I mentioned, fucking Planetary is one of the best yes. things I've ever read. And I just couldn't look at it anymore. Yeah. City
3: of Silence was one of my favorite little, oh God, little yeah. comics. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it, the thing is, like I I don't think you can separate the art from That's the artist. That's what I said. We, we yeah.
2: all draw the line somewhere differently. Yeah. You yeah. draw it very close. Yeah.
3: Because I, I, I don't think like, having made art and no know, knowing people who make art and all of that, you you can't separate the art from the artist. You really can't because it's, it's, the art is the artist, right?
2: I mean, yeah.
3: I, I mean, that's what I think anyway. Uh,
2: this is um, a much larger debate than yes, we need to have here. And yes, we said we were going to only m- do this for five on. minutes yes. and it's been 15. <laughs> so, so we really need to. Okay.
3: But, but, uh Worth Warren Ellis, it's particularly in there. Like oh, It absolutely yeah. is. Like,
2: but. All of that being said, this is not what we're here for. And we've said everything we need to say. So now we're just going to talk about the episode and not talk about.
3: We are are not here to discuss Warren Ellis. We are here to bury Warren Ellis in a fridge. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So all of that being said, I'm now going to shelve Warren Ellis in that fridge and talk about the episode because uh, genuinely there is a lot to talk about in the episode and it is a good episode and he's not the only one involved in this. Like he wrote it, but it's also mm-hmm. like part of a, a show. Well, there was
2: there's a thing. Uh, there's a quote from yeah. uh, Bruce Tim, I think, who said for a little while we wanted this to be an anthology series. So we were reaching yeah. out to big names in comics. So it yeah. really was mostly his thing. Like yeah. they might have smoothed it over to make yeah. it fit, but it's largely mm-hmm. his. Yeah. So
3: but it's part of a larger show yes. Yes, yes, with yes, yes. Uh, d- you know directing and animation of and course. all of this stuff that has nothing to do with him. That's
2: true. So mm-hmm. let's
3: so yeah. m- moving on I'm going to put that aside mm-hmm. with great difficulty it's a heavy box.
2: Now I'm going to write down a different time <laughs> code where we're done talking yes. about this, okay?
3: <laughs> and Amanda
2: now. for fuck's sake just go.
4: <laughs>
3: So, a couple of rock climbers go on a, a terrible date that becomes worse when they discover a giant rogan- uh, robotic blob full of mechanical spiders. The blob looks a lot like the Sci-Fi Music Museum in Seattle. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It turns out the blob is also full of mechanical tigers? <laughs> uh, and a desire to turn all matter on Earth into more blob. The JLU show up... Um, and try a number of techniques to stop it. Punching, hitting with sticks, hitting with arrows, a giant space gun that nobody on Earth knew about until then. (laughs) None of that works. So Superman runs to get the atom, Ray Palmer, who is a super scientist in the mold of a 1950s science adventure. He is rad. Um, He's aware that the blob is bad, but he's also entirely entangled by the science behind it. If they smash every bit of this thing into tiny little pieces and there's one little bit left. The whole shebang starts up again. Uh, He discovers it has a black heart that can be destroyed uh, and shut the whole thing off. Wonder Woman leaves the vanguard to get the atom near it. Uh, Some um, action adventure happens um, and then the atom realizes he can starve the heart of the nanoglop it feeds on and then force a ton of it uh, to make it explode, giving it a dark heart attack. The earth is saved. Uh, then the government organization comes in, takes some of the scary bits away, and rides off into the sunset, where I'm sure it will be no trouble at all.
2: Yep. I will say they do not manage to to revive any of this tech, fortunately, but the fact that they're willing to is yeah. still pretty terrible. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, and like they're like, uh, this is not a good idea. And the um uh, J.K. Simmons, the general is mm-hmm. like Well, uh, that's
2: that's my great hate yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. Sorry, go okay. ahead. So JK Simmons the general comes in and he's like, "Yeah, well, we didn't know that you had a big space laser pointed at Earth, so maybe we will take this thing." The thing is even mm-hmm. if they
2: didn't have the space lasers, these guys still would have done this.
3: Well, yeah, but But now he's got now he's yeah. got moral
2: high ground. But this is more yeah, sort exactly.
3: of that that Cadmus stuff. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Oh, I thought this
0: was going to be a lot harder to get this uh, self-replicating mm-hmm. robot away from the Justice League, but I got to just shame them.
2: This is awesome. Yeah, they they saved me, and then I got to yell at them for it. Mm-hmm. This is a great day ed- for me. For That's me, a in general, beat. this is the best day ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, J.K. Simmons, who I. If I'm not mistaken, has at least been nominated for some Oscars and Emmys and shit. Like he's a he's a I pretty so, yeah. high caliber guy. And uh, of course, Cave Johnson.
3: Yes, that's a, that. I always yep. think like he's done mm-hmm. so much stuff, but Cave Johnson is the one that yeah, always sticks with of me. Of course,
2: but he's a great choice for this. And they even draw the general to look like him. Yep, yep, and it's great. That's all.
3: I love him. Just
2: yeah. love J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the good J.K. As someone said, I think you said this, Amanda. I oh, know that
3: was Tilo. Tilo said yeah. that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, there's like I had a hard time finding a bad thing because this episode is yeah. like, it's so fucking good. And yeah. like also Amanda took the obvious one, which yep. was the last 15 minutes. Yep, that mm-hmm. that's your bad thing. We don't need to talk about that again. Um, but you also mentioned uh, so there's there's different types of these robots yes. that come after them, and one of them is. Four legged with big, you know, scary jaws. Like it, it looks like mm-hmm. a wolf or a big cat or something. And Batman very specifically calls them tigers as if there is no argument. These and are tigers. Yep. They
3: don't look anything like, I mean, I they guess look they look like look a, a four
2: legged bit... predator animal is what they look like.
3: I, but tiger is not my first. Like, no. it, it looks more like a, a wolf or maybe a, mm-hmm. like a little bear. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really look
2: like a tiger. It's more the certainty with which yes. Batman says this is a tiger. <laughs> I, and that's it.
3: And then everyone else is I, like, I guess so.
2: I guess we're
0: calling them <laughs> tigers. Ti- look, if, look, if Batman says it's a tiger, it's probably a tiger. Yeah, I do see knows. tiger, but you know what? That guy's Batman. dated a Catwoman, so he knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, if Vixen, anyone can identify a robot tiger, it's that guy.
3: <laughs> Vixen's like, ah, Yeah.
2: Mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, I am the ranking animal expert here. But mm-hmm, but yeah, then
3: I, she's got to like punch one yeah. of them in the face and doesn't have time to argue with Batman. Yeah.
0: We the fucking shifter shows up and is just like, "Look, if I said form of tiger, I would not turn into whatever that thing is." Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which one is me? Oh, you can't tell.
0: <laughs> we, we 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 can, sweetie. There's a fun Why don't you, why don't you go drown in your brother some more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got kinky real quick. Yeah.
3: Those guys had a real VC Andrews feel.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, water <laughs> in the oh, attic. Fl- uh, damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> There was an interesting dynamic in this episode because, um, and I left. I thought this was a great detail. Mm-hmm. One of the things disgraced pervert Warren Ellis do- did well mm-hmm. was sort of keep his eye on where science is going and mm-hmm. write mm-hmm. sci-fi that was based on science that was coming up instead of the cliches from the '50s that everyone else mm-hmm. is still building on. Like that, yeah. it made his stuff feel fresh because he was trying to push sci-fi forward instead of just building on the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this isn't a particularly like the dark heart is kind of an example of that. But this isn't particularly what I'm talking about. The the big space laser, when it fires, this is a nice little detail that I don't know another writer would have come up with. The The watchtower shuts down. It yes. uses every yes. ounce of power they have except for air and they have to sit. So what this means is uh, Martian Manhunter, who's usually running things from yeah, up there. Yeah, he's the Oracle. Yeah, can't talk to them. So mm-hmm. Batman becomes sort of the de facto field leader. And it's it really changes the tone of everything yes. because Jean's not moving them around gently. Batman's just kind of yelling at them the whole time. Yep. You go here, you go here. The yeah.
3: other nice, bit you of sci-fi keep hitting stuff. this with a hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other nice bit of sci-fi stuff is they didn't shoot the blob um, with the laser, because John was like, if we do that, it's just going to scatter pieces of this. Yeah, this thing that regenerates, the place. you
2: don't want to mm-hmm. split it into different pieces that will then regrow. That's that's way worse.
3: So what he did was do a big trench around the outside of it. And then later when they come. <laughs> when,
2: <laughs> Yeah, they cut away for maybe yeah. 15 minutes.
3: And then they come back and Superman's like, should I get to the trench? And Batman's like. What trench? Because it's all full of tigers. Yeah,
2: they dug a they dug a trench like <laughs> half a mile uh, deep or something, and the thing is, yeah, just full of uh, full of spiders and tigers. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this trench is lousy with spiders and tigers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure is, little orphan Annie.
3: Little guys. <laughs> <laughs> Those spider guys are so cute. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at them. Mm-hmm.
3: scuttling around uh we were watching this this with tilo and um she got aSMR because of this this scritchy tiger uh not tiger oh <laughs> the, scritchy, no, the little, scritchy... the little the little robot yeah. the little
2: robot feet hitting the ground like did it cute little guys and particularly since we're watching this like in surround she just had a nice little immersive like experience it's there. Nice. <laughs> I'm just gonna curl Immerse up on the couch to- and listen to mechanical tough spiders. Aww. If there isn't a mm-hmm. 24 hour loop of that sound on on YouTube, maybe there will be after we've called that out. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just uh, a voice going, spiders. Uh, mm-hmm. Spiders.
2: Uh, smoke, smoke, spiders and
0: tigers.
2: Tigers. <laughs> I think it could be us. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: you guys should probably do that. Put yes. that on the same yeah. channel as the uh, yeah. 23 hours of Elle's empty <laughs> mm-hmm. office. Meggie,
0: what's the bad thing about this episode? <laughs> uh, bad thing. Oh, this just, just had more iffy CGI in it. Like the helicopters especially look real rough when they land next to the uh mm-hmm. the big blob. And also, there's a shot of the Earth at one point that just looks like someone saved a JPEG of Google Earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know if Google Earth was around back then, but I suspect it may have just been like come out.
3: Mm-hmm. I- I you was- know, when you could
0: have that. You yeah. could, like, gather yeah, around excited. and look at pictures of your house. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Back when we thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I will say, yes, the helicopters looked shitty, but the some of the spiders were CGI, and those actually look pretty good. I think- Those look good as hell. The, yeah.
2: The, I think we've talked about this, but the advantage of the, the, the computer-generated elements is you can do 50 million of them and yeah. not mm-hmm. have to hand-draw each one, which is good. Um, like- the scale of the, the spider yeah. invasion is very, like, yeah, you it looks like it goes on forever. You could not do that affordably with hand-drawn stuff. Like, I'm sure, no. I, I've seen clips of some anime that pulls that off, but it took a, a giant team months to pull it off, yeah. and mm-hmm. they don't have that kind of money for your, for this show.
3: And they did, but you're right, they got the scope. We could see, yeah. like, We believed
2: that trench yeah. was full. It because, was full yeah. of
3: spiders and tigers. And tigers. Mm-hmm.
2: Not bears, though, <laughs> Nope. Weirdly. There's one at the bottom. It was oh. very sad. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing that bear from Harvey Birdman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also kind of added to the alienness of it because yes. computer elements do look so different from mm-hmm. the other stuff. It, it stood mm-hmm. out a little in a good way. So it well, worked yeah, there's it. that was a, that was a the, good
3: use of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's the way the mound bubbles.
3: Yeah, and like
2: sort of swells. That's really cool. It does. It, it is interesting to me that they're treating the whole concept of this thing like something they've never seen before mm-hmm. when most of it is just Brainiac. Like, that's yes. true. When they're talking about one piece of it survives and it, it will replicate all over again, yeah, Superman's mm-hmm. got a guy like that and he never gets all the pieces. That's why he keeps yep. coming back. I believe there's still a
0: couple chunks of Brainiac living in Batman's computer. Uh, We'll just leave
2: that alone for now. <laughs> But I would say, it- listeners who have not made it to the end of this series, don't forget Brainiac. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Didn't I thought they did a Batman Beyond episode about that too, though? They may have done, but I'm just saying he's not done in this series yet. I'm not gonna. Mm. I'm not gonna say how just yet. Um, but um, escape from my USB drive. I <laughs> would. I would love. To see a story where they, it's like the Black Heart versus Brainiac, just let them yes. duke it out. <laughs> yeah. Let's Trying you to and assimilate him each other. It's like when uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Who pushed the Daleks and the Cybermen against yes. each other.
3: The only thing that a, uh, Cybermen yeah, that you're a better Cybermen are at is yeah. sucking and dying.
2: <laughs> Best line in all of Doctor Who. That's true. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. Except when the Candyman got stuck to the floor. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Also very good. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a line, but it was the best moment, I think. So is funny. he still stuck to the floor, Al? Of <laughs> course he is. I just checked. Uh, this just in, Maggie. Yes. Yes, in <laughs> fact. Confirmed reports say that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, My good thing and yours are kind of similar, so I'll start and then you pick it up. Uh, I just wanted to say, it feels like a serious challenge to make a shrinky guy interesting. It's the same with the arrow guy. It's yep. like, mm-hmm. you you can do it, and they did it. They made the made yep. arrow kind of cool, but... A shrinking guy, like, in a fight is just like, great, you can punch me with very small fists. That's not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) And? What?
3: (laughs) Like, you can punch with very small fists. And? Yeah, that's
2: it. Um, But there's a genuinely terrifying threat here that only the atom can stop. Like, one, with his ability to shrink to microscopic level because there's, like, stuff happening at a subcellular level on this. But two, because he's a scientist and, as Amanda pointed out, uh, he keeps getting distracted. I love this about him. It's
3: so good. He it was keeps so getting, cool. Like, yeah,
2: I got to kill this. thing. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Ray. Ray, focus. Ray. Oh, yeah, you're Ray, right. Ray, stop you're right. talking
3: about how cool okay. this is. People are dying.
2: It is. They should have sent a poet. We sent you, dipshit. You're a <laughs> professor. That's better. But this Killed kind of dovet- thing, <laughs> this kind of dovetails with, with your good thing, Maggie.
0: Oh yeah, I, the Adam is just so much fun in this in this yeah. episode. Like I mentioned this the last time he showed up, but like this is the character I really like just in
2: this show. Yeah. You know, yeah, much like, like much like Hawkgirl, yep. he's kind of a nothing in the comics, and the show mm-hmm. was like, yeah, but what if he was great? Like he keeps getting
0: distracted by the the, mm-hmm. the, the cool thing. He's funny. He's mm-hmm. exactly what I used to love about a Born Ellis protagonist.
2: <laughs> well, there's a there's a bit. Where he's talking to his, you know, his young assistant, his grad, Mm -hmm. like his grad student, but it is a good line. It is where he's he's testing out like uh, fighting something at a a molecular level, and he's like, uh, "It's all gone wrong. I blame you." It's funny. (laughs) It is, yeah. And part of that's because of the performer, which is Amanda's good thing. That's my
3: good thing. So the (laughs) uh, what's the guy's name? John McGinley. John McGinley, who plays Doctor Cox in Scrubs, who. Like, was my favorite character in that show. And he plays such a good sort of, like, lovable curmudgeon S- character. Fast-talking,
2: mm-hmm. abusive guy.
3: Yeah. He was such a good choice for this character. And he absolutely killed it. He did such a good job.
2: Yep. And he humanizes him, too. He's not yeah. just about the... Like, he's really not very, like, uh, curmudgeon-y at all. There's no. just, there's a little of that in there. But, mm-hmm. but yeah.
3: He's, he, and he loves science.
2: It's cool to get a different science... Like, because... Really, the the reigning scientist at the moment on the Justice League is Batman, right? Yep. Like, no, Batman's a scientist. Yes, yeah, Batman's exactly. a Scientist. This just came up in the Brave and the Bold episodes. Actually, Batman. <laughs> oh God, it himself. did too. Yep.
3: And a surgeon.
2: He. It was an episode mm-hmm. where he was and talking a
3: about. Is <laughs> <laughs> an
2: episode where he was talking to his kid. Like, because they did a Damien episode, mm-hmm. and he says... Um,
3: I love Damien. Yeah.
2: yeah, and he says, but what if I want to grow up to be a scientist? And he says, B- like, B- Bruce basically yeah. says, Batman's a scientist.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love Damien so much. He's yeah. one of my favorite Bat family characters. Yeah. He's yep. such a dick.
1: <laughs> but
2: you are you are so stepping good. on me trying to tell people oh, that that episode sorry. is available via our Patreon. Oh, you yeah, You can have money. it for a dollar. Yeah, patreon.com slash Algar, or more. More would also make more money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, he was he was a great voice. choice. Yeah. I thought.
3: Yeah. Just, he was uh, very, mm-hmm. very good.
2: Really, really well cast. Um, there is a this is the most kids love Justice League moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're ever
3: going to have. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, Warren Ellis. I know we talked about it. We covered this extensively, but it's also still fucking
3: funny. It's really funny. hmm.
2: Wonder Woman's the one who can get him into the center of the thing. She's just the, she's the best.
3: She's, she's one of their most versatile people because yeah. she's strong. She can
2: fly and she's strong and she's like, like limber so she yeah. can get between the like, stuff. If and you like, had
3: to pick, like she doesn't have the strongest of necessarily any one power, but she's got a real jack of all trades thing. It's kind of mm. like
2: choosing Mario in a, in a game where you can play different Mario guys. Like yeah. he's got he's got average everything, but a little bit of everything. Yeah.
3: yeah. So she is a good, if you're only going to have one person escort your tiny vulnerable scientist into something, yeah. she's a perfect choice. Yeah.
2: And she's like, uh, but I got to fight my way through these. I guess we're calling them tigers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're called work. tigers. Wonder woman. I don't know why we keep having to talk about this. Okay. Well, okay. But um, she's like, I, I need both hands free. And, you may have seen this in GIF form mm-hmm. over the years because mm-hmm. people latched onto this for obvious reasons. I still, to this Can't day, imagine can, why. cannot believe how this got past standards and practices. She tucks him between her boobs. It mm-hmm. is
3: up there with impotence.
2: Yes. Yep. Like there, that <laughs> moment when Flash just runs up and says, Impotence? Yeah. Yeah. Like.
3: <laughs> No, like, how?
2: She's like, uh, I need both hands free, to, so I'll just put you here where women put things when they need their hands
3: That's free. Where I, I would have I put him in my uh, bra strap, like, yeah, like but a cell phone. She doesn't, she doesn't have one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Into I the get, bra Ray's strap just, you go, Ray.
0: <laughs> Ray's just like, this is way better than Superman's ear.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it just like and he doesn't say anything gross. They no, they don't, they don't animate no, yeah. a
2: gross like like smile on his face or whatever. It's like okay. he's just
3: like focus on the mission. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that like, Ray is horny for is science. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Th- that's how they get away with it. They don't mention it
2: at all. It mm-hmm. just happens, you know. Yeah, but
3: it's, it's still, very funny. They
2: still do mm-hmm. a close up and they still take a moment for you to drink it in.
3: Yep. yep. Just Here's something for you, size, dis- dis- uh, size disparity perverts.
2: I mean, look, mm-hmm. that's that's a specific fetish, but I think I think all of us to some extent were like, huh?
3: <laughs> what you would know, it be like to be? I would tucked...
2: be. I would be pretty safe in there, huh?
3: Yeah. Well, what I would mean... it be like to feel the warm, like the yeah. warm embrace of Wonder Woman's cleavage? Mm-hmm. It does mm-hmm. seem nice, and yeah, safe.
2: Yeah. Where are you going to be more safe than right, literally next to the heart of an Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. The heart. Definitely, yeah, the heart. Her Look, not I'm trying dark to make heart. it. I'm trying to make it <laughs> vaguely poetic. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but go we, for it. We all know what we're really thinking. <laughs> you
3: should have said There's the a poet. place
2: on Ao3 for you, Al. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, there's a place on Ao3 for all of us, Maggie.
3: Oh, <laughs> I mean, Giganta's yes. a, a like a not tiny part of this whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's true. But Giganta in this universe is an ape mm-hmm. that was turned into a woman. Yeah. Which kind of makes boner it, killer, that one. Yeah, a little bit for me. <laughs> Not yeah. for the shade. Well, that's true. Uh, or uh, Bizarro. We didn't yeah. mention in the last episode, those two teamed up for some inexplicable. It was just I a was throwaway cute. fight. But. Yep. Also, uh, just continuing to grind my axe against George Newbern, his mm-hmm. Bizarro voice just as bad as his Superman
4: voice.
3: Yep,
2: sure. Mm-hmm. Maggie still doesn't agree with
3: me. Yeah. I, I agree I, with you. I th- I think mm-hmm. he is no like yeah like
2: wings are his brother. Yeah, uh-huh.
3: he's fine. Nah, Superman. You good. need more than fine for Superman. He is yeah. like he's yes. a complex character.
2: No, and as the internet loves to point out, sort of out of the box, he's not very interesting. You have to work to show what's great about him, and
3: and there's so many things. Yeah, there
2: are. Yeah. I'm not saying he's boring. What I'm saying is writers have fallen into a rut, and they need to work hard to 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 make him shine you know and casting the right voice is a big part of that Uh, what
3: else I did a quote I did my homework what do you got Um, so this is something that we still say around the house like at least a couple times a week
0: Mm -hmm. yep Batman to all points I could use some air support
2: since I can't fly at all
3: that
2: is, there's so many quotable lines, and this is the thing.
3: That oh, one's yeah. really good, though.
2: Yeah, it's it's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look, you know, it's a great episode. Like it's the top three for yeah. me. I would say it's so fucking good. One of the best ones. Yeah,
0: I was so excited when this came out. Yeah, and it's like, like I can't believe they got they
2: got him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, they also got Gail Simone. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, also a good episode. I can't remember who else, like, sort of stars of the time yeah. that they got. Uh, I always say his name wrong. I want to say Demateus, and it's not that. It's mm-hmm. Dematis, I think. But JM, you yes. know, yeah. the, the co-creator of JLI with uh, Keith Giffen mm-hmm. yeah. um, wrote a ton of these. But I think he yeah. just wrote a bunch of animation. So that that doesn't count because this is sort of his milieu anyway. Like, I think the guys they reached out to special like Gale and, and like mm-hmm. this guy. yeah. I can't think of any others offhand, but they might
0: have gotten uh, Those are the two that I I always remember, but also those are the two that were a big deal to me at the time. Yeah, they were two rising stars in comics, and it's like, fuck, this is great. Oh, fuck, Gail Gail (laughs) Simone doing a Birds of Prey episode made me so happy. God, her her Birds of Prey book was so good.
2: It
3: was.
4: You
2: remember uh, uh, Sabrina immediately signing up for Wonder Pig, like, Yep. Three years ago, Tilo's yep. the same way with the uh, Birds of Prey episode.
3: You sent awesome. out the email and was like, uh, hey, what do you guys want? And I'm like, well, I wouldn't mind doing that Wonder Pig. Et- no.
2: No, oh, no, no. Well. No, you said Birds of Prey. I thought, no, maybe you did say Wonder No, I,
3: I wanted to do Wonder oh, okay. Pig. And you're like, no, Sabrina called that like a thousand years ago. S-
2: someone else said Birds of Prey.
3: And then I said, mm-hmm. I wanted to do, oh, que- nice. then I said, uh, can I do the question episode? Mm. <laughs>
2: Right, that's what it was.
3: Yeah, And you're like, no, 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 Tilo already got that one. Oh,
2: no, Devlin got, <laughs> like, because Devlin hadn't really seen yeah. the show, and we said, Jeffrey Combs is the yeah. question, and they were like, well, <laughs> I want that one then. Fortunately, yeah, he's in more way. than one, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we are running way long mm-hmm. for some reason. Way. Mm. Any any other things? Um,
3: I have to mention this for Maggie. Uh, Blue Devil yes. has an appearance in this yep. one for, like, yeah, oh, we've been on Blue and Devil Watch.
2: Look, we've been on Clue Gulager Alert since uh, JLU started. <laughs> mm-hmm. jlu Alert.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> yep. uh, the cowboy one and his night boyfriend show up briefly, and I love those two idiots. Oh,
2: yeah, that was awesome. I would have loved to see Shining more of those two team night? up. Yeah. Shining Knight, yeah. Um, well, guess what? You're going to get your wish. Yeah. Yay. I,
3: I really enjoy them.
2: It's not going to be a full mm-hmm. episode, but those two will be like...
3: They're in the B story. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Just, something like
2: that. Just the the two of them together is such a good visual. Yep. And it's so mm-hmm. nonsensical, but it also makes perfect sense mm-hmm. at the perfect. same time. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I, as I recall, there's an episode that focuses on sort of the primary of the team and there's the backup yeah. helping them out. So they're mm-hmm. in the, you know, they're they're quipping the whole time, but it's not really about their characters, but they're in it a lot. So And
3: yeah, they're in Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Good for All them.
2: Right. Uh, anything else? I
0: don't think so. I think that's it.
2: All right. Well. I suppose that's all for this time then. Amanda, anything you want to I don't know. You you did make a plug, but that doesn't exactly count.
3: <laughs> don't look for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me on the street, leave me be. Mm, Tom Hanks rules apply. <laughs> yeah. Um mm-hmm. the my plug is uh pay money to the Patreon.
2: Please do. Yeah,
3: Um, please. is is my point. We
2: have gotten uh, a number of our shows uh, back and running again. And so we have voice actors and production people to pay. We have uh, the the long-awaited season finale, uh, season two finale of Endeavor is Mm -hmm. like so close. Um, And- we got to pay like I, I put it's so
3: many people I put in the it. entire cast yeah. in it because
2: it's the season finale and I wanted to wrap everything up. So there's a lot of people to pay. And I currently do not have steady employment so, and your yeah.
3: composer. Oh, and, uh, and yes, yeah.
2: Rich is, as we speak, like uh, composing a bunch of score for original yeah. score for it. So, yeah,
3: please. Mm. Um, It's please. You guys, it's so good. I have read the script uh so many times because I help like I help with editing. Yeah, you do the and, line readings. And then and stuff, I do line yeah. readings mm-hmm. and then uh my character, uh Dal the greatest character ever created in fiction mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. has a, a pretty big part in it. And so I've read the script uh, like no kidding, probably like twenty times, and I still mm-hmm. really, really like it. Like I'm not sick of it. It's so good and you should give us money.
2: Please do. Again. It doesn't go in my pocket. It goes to to pay these people who help make these things happen.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, next week, we are... I think this is the end of season one of Justice League. The seasons are not... They're short. I was looking at this yesterday. Well, I think they're 13 episodes. And since we do two at a time, that mm-hmm. means we get through them in six weeks. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, But uh, the seasons also don't really... Like, because... They're building stuff in this season that doesn't pay off till next season. So I never really think of them in that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just one sh- like it's just one sort of show that flows yeah. into itself. Because like the Cadmus stuff doesn't really heat up for another several episodes, but it's already there. So, you know, uh, but mm-hmm. next week we are wrapping up the, the final three episodes of the season, which are Wake the Dead and then a two parter called the once and future thing, which mm-hmm. is a which is a big fuck off time travel epic, which is very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and I believe Irish Gav will be joining us for that. So that'll be very cool. nice. That's it's been a while. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I uh,
4: like that guy. Yeah, me
2: too. Um, uh, the website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. You want to write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast.gmail. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. All right. That's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. twa at all.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, Visit KidsLovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double-A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman Podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.